Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, Crash Course community? I am here with the incredible Emily Marva. We are very excited to be together today. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to have Emily on because she has made like just some incredible shifts over the course of the last couple of months when it comes to roller derby. And I'm just so excited to have you share the aha moments, the work that it took, because I think sometimes people really need to get like, what's the actual work that goes in? Um, and you know, looking from where you were to where you are now, so many people, I think they get stuck and they're like, Oh, it seems so far away. How am I ever going to possibly do it? So yeah, let's dive in. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. So first things first, so give everybody a little bit of an idea. Number one, you know, how long have you been playing roller derby, things like that? And then what were really like the most significant challenges for you before you started working with Crash Course? Okay. So I've been playing derby. I actually started the very last week of October, right before COVID. And then, so I had about, oh, a month of practice and then a year off. Sad. <laughs> um, and then came back and had got to ski, you know, with some regularity, but didn't have my first game until like much, much later. So I've had a longer time to skate than I have had actually playing, which is fine. There's a little bit of a discrepancy there, which is actually part of what made Crash Course awesome for me. So it worked out okay. But so I've only really nice. been skating for about three and a half years. Awesome. Awesome. And when you came to the program, what were the primary things that you were struggling with? I'm super duper competitive and I don't always know the best way of dealing with that because I get very frustrated with myself when I can't perform the way that I think I should. And I don't always have a good barometer for what should should look like. So the standard I hold myself to is not necessarily realistic. And so it was really helpful for me to be able to work up to what I thought that standard should be and where I thought I should be. And, you know, given that I'd been playing for theoretically three years, I didn't feel like I was in the place that I should be. So it mm -hmm. helped me also set more realistic goals on what should looked like, which was helpful. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So in the beginning, I think you were, it sounds like you were just stuck in a little bit of this loop of like constantly feeling like you weren't good enough, constantly trying to improve, but then overdoing it and then burning out. And so then you end up yes. in this sort of like vicious cycle of overdoing it, burning out, overdoing it, burning out and constantly just not right. feeling like it's enough. Absolutely. And having come from like a super duper high level athletic childhood, mm -hmm. now as an adult with two kids and figuring out how to balance like actual life as opposed to just spending able, being able to spend six hours a day training, you know, what that looked like also in a healthy way. But yeah, the burnout cycle was, it was real. I mean, yeah. that took me a while. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it's something it takes people a while to undo anything that we have been sort of programmed into our brain. You know what I mean? Like we have to like kind of catch it, kill it, reprogram it. And then over time it gets, it gets a little better and a little bit better. Yeah. The idea that like more wasn't necessarily better, but that smarter was better. Yeah. Made a really big difference. And I'd love to say that I'm always like, I'm great at that now. But the truth is, you know, it's, it's, that's going to be a work in progress, I think for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. That deprogramming. Awesome. So what about like some Derby specific outcomes during the program? Like, what did you notice? Were you getting more endurance? Were you noticing a difference on the track? I know after talking to one of your teammates today that everyone else was noticing a difference on the track. (laughs) Yeah. So a huge, huge difference on the track. Working out has always been the easy part for me. Just because I've always done it. I, if it's a little bit like brushing my teeth, but I didn't have an organized enough approach. And honestly, like a fun enough approach. I'm really hoping that the trainer who I was working with prior to this isn't seeing any of this uh, because it was great and it was well-organized, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't enough fun. It wasn't Mm -hmm. the like approach, like derby people have a tendency to take an approach towards life that a lot of other people don't. And I needed something that had that approach and that kept things accountable and serious, but also like, if it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. And yep, that really, totally. that made a huge difference. One of my big goals was, again, just to increase my endurance, to not have to worry about being gassed. And for me, that was like one of the big things I know you and I have talked about is that as somebody who had, you know, three years of playing, but very few games, track awareness was challenging because yeah. that's one of those things that's really hard to practice unless you're in it. And so I was finding that because I was thinking so much about, oh my God, am I going to be able to breathe at the end of a minute and a half or two minutes, depending on my rule set? You know, what if I can't breathe, if I can't do it, I couldn't think about what was happening on the track. But now that I don't have to think about whether or not my physical endurance is there, you know, I know that I'm strong enough to get through those minute and a half or two minutes that I'm able to really be much more aware of what's happening. I'm a better team player because I can communicate differently and I can hear differently. You know, I'm not so focused on, oh my God, (laughs) like, oh my God, let them call off the jam, please. But I can, you know, I can hear what, what my teammates are saying in a very different way. And I can hear what the other team is saying in a really different way. Mm -hmm. And that was not a benefit that I actually expected to have. You know, that was a very, that was a big surprise to me that that was Mm -hmm. one of the things that really, really shifted. It was a great, I mean, an amazing unintended sort of consequence of everything. Yeah. And I say it all the time, endurance wins games. And it's not necessarily, like you said, it's not necessarily because you're going to be faster, which you will be, but because you're going to be, you know, your legs aren't burning as much, but it's because once you have the fitness, you can start playing the game. It's like when you first start, it's like, you can't play roller derby until you know how to roller skate. But then it's like, you also can't play roller derby until you're fit enough to be able to think about strategy and able to breathe while skating around at high levels of speed and smashing into other things. Right, right. I mean, there's a lot happening. I remember the very first time I did a simulated whiff to jam and I came out of it and I was like, that was chaos. And I was just, I mean, I was floored. And I, I, because I, I, I'm used to playing USARs, but I was, mm-hmm. I, 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 I just couldn't imagine how anybody could keep track of what was happening yeah. during that time when I was in the pack. And now that makes me laugh that that was my response. I went, what just happened? And you know, and a big piece of it is again, like if I can't, if I don't have the fitness for it, I'm not, I'm really not able to get to that next level with it. So yeah, the, the hearing awesome. piece of it was surprising. 
Yeah. What about like outside of Derby? Did you have any like positive impacts from the program, like outside of just skating? Yeah. So I actually had this conversation with my husband this morning. I was going through all of the things that we might talk about and that were in my head, especially now that I'm starting into thrive and looking at back on the last 12 weeks sort of as a larger macro thing and not just being mm -hmm. in it, that the biggest life shift for me has been routines. And then I can't even, as someone with a terrible ADHD, I can't begin to explain how having routines has changed everything from parenting to the meal planning part of it was part of the programming, but just like being a better parent, being a better spouse, having a cleaner house, having my business run more smoothly. And it, yeah, I mean, for me, I, that piece of it was like, the derby piece is great, but that part was like life changing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's like, I, we work with a lot of skaters that are ADHD and whether you're ADHD or you just really suck at focusing, I think either set of people, like obviously they're exclusive, but either set of people having that structure where learning how to have structure where you don't have to think about stuff is such right. a game changer because you're not waffling back and forth. Should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? It's kind of like what you said about exercise and brushing your teeth. If everything in life could be as simple as just getting your teeth brushed, then your whole life is so much easier. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I have, I have to say when I first started the crash course, I, I had different expectations, not necessarily mm -hmm. different goals, but it was not, nothing went the way I was expecting it to and in a really, really good way, but yeah. definitely not in a million years what I got out of it was never what I would have thought that I was going to get out of it. And I think that this is way better, frankly, but I wouldn't, I was definitely not. What there we go. What did you, what did you expect? And then what did you get? So, all right. So unrealistically, maybe I definitely expected to come out of this 12 weeks jacked. <laughs> Like I was going to blow people away and it was going to be amazing. And of course it was only going to take 12 weeks, right? Let's, let's really examine, you know, what that's going to look like. So realistically, I, that's, that was what I figured is I'm going to come out of this in just such better shape and my body composition is going to be amazing. And my meal prep is going to be amazing. And I'm going to be like one of those people that everybody wants to be like, and I'm going to go from being like an intermediate level to being like the best. So in 12 weeks, right? So, and so maybe my expectations weren't quite where they, they should be, but at least I was aiming high. So I yeah, I love an aim high. high. And what came out of it is that I had an awesome, awesome first 10 weeks and I stuck with my plan and I was super motivated and I really I wanted to be the model citizen. And I was really for myself where exactly where I wanted to be for 10 weeks. And at week 10, I crashed hard. And I was sort of surprised, honestly, that it took that long. And for me, because I know that 10 weeks is a long time for me, again, with somebody who struggles with routines and with all of that. But I crashed hard and I, I got into that mindset of like, oh, everything I've done in the last 12, 10 weeks has been, my ledge curse has been like total bullshit. Sure. Um, <laughs> and like, I've undone everything. All of my progress is gone. In one um, week. Mattered, you know, I, what a failure I am. And I wallowed in it for a good week and a half. And then I sort of got myself back together and, and put on my, you know, my big girl pants and was able to be like my, A, what my goals were are totally different than what I ended up with. But 
I was able to pick myself up in a different way. I think that before I would have assumed that I was starting everything over again. Oh, I got to 10 weeks. This 10 weeks doesn't count. Oh my God, I have to start over. How daunting is it to have to start over again? I've undone everything. And one of the things I really learned and really took to heart was the idea that I'm not ever starting over, that there was no point at which I had stopped. It was just this, this part of the experience. And I think that made my recovery from that so much better and so much easier and so much more forgiving. And what a great lesson that was for me on so many levels, not just in terms of eating pizza for a week straight or anything like that, that it was it was okay. And like, because I had the routine, I could get back to the routine yep. and it just, it made a huge difference. Yeah. And I always, I always tell people at the beginning of the program, I hope that at some point in this 12 weeks, the shit hits the fan because it makes me so that. nervous. <laughs> you were like trying to prove me wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's actually an important part of it. Like it makes me nervous <laughs> if someone goes through the whole 12 weeks and there's no challenges. Cause I'm like, oh, you're going to have this very hard awakening moment without us later. But that's the thing that we want people to get is exactly what you got is that one week doesn't undo 10 weeks. There is no such thing as on the wagon, off the wagon. There's not actually a fucking wagon. Like you're just going through the process and you get this freedom when you realize that if you want to lay down and eat fucking pizza for a week, you absolutely can. And it's actually going to have relatively little impact on your on your progress. And in fact, after probably sitting around for a week and, and carving up, you probably came back and you're like, man, I felt really great at practice today. That's sort of what happened actually. Yeah. Having my coach there, having sit there as somebody where I even messaged her and I was like, I'm a mess. And her mm-hmm. being like, all right, how long do you want to sit in being a mess for? And I was like, let's give it another day or two. <laughs> That's such a sin and question. Like, right, cool. Like, let's figure out in a day or two, like, how do we, you know, but she was, it was totally chill. There wasn't that expectation of how could you look what you messed up. It was yeah. much more like, yeah, this is part of it. Yeah. So how was that for you throughout the program? Like having a coach versus like trying to do something like on your own or having the community. One of the commitments I had made to myself when I started this was to really reach out when I needed it. In fact, and one of my thrive goals is to do the same. So I'm holding myself accountable during this conversation that that's going to be something that I do, that it was really good for me to be able to message her and, or the group, you know, I usually (laughs) went to her first and say, this is what worked. This is not what worked. And I'm pretty good at calling myself out on stuff. Like I hold myself Mm -hmm. honestly probably too high of a standard. And most of what she had to do with me was to actually temper my own sort of expectations of myself as opposed to kicking me in the ass. I really needed almost the opposite of that. And it was great to know that depending, if I did need that kick, she would give it to me. But more often than not, like that reality check and having somebody on the outside who could see my progress in a different way than I could was mm-hmm. fantastic. It was really, really helpful. And the group was really helpful. And I think the one, uh, the, the group calls are fantastic. It makes a big yeah. difference to have that community around you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so funny, right? Especially me having the perspective of having just done a pre-interview with your derby wife and listening to you think about your own progress and how she was just like, we were all like, Emily looks amazing. What has she been doing? Right. We're in your head. You're like, man, I thought I was going to come into this and I was going to come out like all jacked or whatever. And everyone around you is going, man, how did she get so jacked? (laughs) You actually did it. Like you just couldn't see it. So great. 
That's so funny. Well, one of my goals is to involve my team more also in, yeah. in my journey and in as a support. I've been talking to her yesterday about all of this and being like, hey, I had this whole group of people that I sort of didn't want to involve in this. But in fact, that would have been great for them too. And that's a different yeah. way of my thinking about it also. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's a big thing that we're going to talk about inside of Thrive, right? Because Thrive, for anyone who's listening or watching, Thrive is the program after Crash Course, and it's a year long. And a big piece of what we talk about is leadership development. It's great for you to become a better athlete, but now how are you taking what you're learning and turning around and becoming, not necessarily, you guys should do what I'm doing, but just becoming a role model through who you're being. And so it's like just, just right. showing up that way inside of it. And then that in turn becomes this thing that now makes like your whole team better. Yeah, I think that, I mean, going into this, one of my goals was not to come out of practice feeling like I could have done better, yeah. whatever that meant. And again, a lot of that had to do with my mindset and understanding what was realistic and what wasn't, which is still something I work on. So not all of it was the physical side of it. I have learned that I am... That, that, that I was not as weak a skater as I went into this thinking that I was. So that mind shift was important, but also the way that I just view what I accomplish. And one of the lessons that you, I worked on so hard through Crash Course was understanding that how to be an athlete on, in the long term versus that short term. And for me, that was like a really hugely pivotal moment of the way that I was looking at my own practices and the way that I was looking at my own involvement was so skewed. And was such a short term view of what things really needed to look like that that was and tremendous. So when I say that this like the biggest change was mindset stuff, that's really what I'm talking about is that huge shift just in my thinking. Yeah, it's that whole finite and infinite games thing that we talk about. It's like being an infinite player, being here to play for as long as you can play. Right. And I remember asking in my group call, like, somebody help me out with this. Like, I cannot wrap my head around what this means. I think I I've been posted in the group, somebody help me out because I literally cannot comprehend what I'm doing that is not at all this. How do you live like this? And this, that being this tremendous, tremendous thing when people are like, okay, but this is how this goes. This is what this means. <laughs> And then for you to so perfectly have this clicking moment at the end where what you feel like is everything falling apart, which is actually everything coming together is so beautiful. Right. right. And again, like I, now that we're, I'm really glad that we did this like a couple of weeks out of my program because it's allowed things to gel in a really different way. Because when you're in it, it's hard to see not necessarily your progress, but how everything fits together. And so I did a lot of journaling in the last week and a half. I was sick, so I had some extra time. And that was really great to, to again, to sort of see how everything fit. Yeah. And just to look back on it, sometimes you need to let the dust settle for a minute and then you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was very much. And like, again, talking to a couple of different people last night and today, mm -hmm. that helped a lot. Nice. So what would you say to someone that's maybe watching this and that's considering Crash Course? They're like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I don't know. What would you say to those people? So, I mean, I, right, I want to say everybody should do it and it will be amazing. But the truth of the matter is, if you do it and it's amazing, like, you have to put in the work. I was saying last night to my teammate that you have to be motivated as fuck. And if you're not, then this isn't going to necessarily work. Yep. Again, I'm not, I didn't necessarily need the handholding. And so maybe it would be different for somebody else who needs that push in a different way. But none of this is going to get done for you. And mm -hmm. if you don't put the work in and you don't put the time in and you don't make the commitment... We might still crash at some point, as you've said, that's ideal in some ways, but I mean, it's, it's not, you're not going to get out of it what you could. 
And yeah, you have to come ready to do the work. As I said, some of this stuff is literally life-changing, but you're not going to get to that point if you aren't really motivated and committed to doing it. And one of my favorite quotes is you're not always going to be motivated. So you must learn to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, that's the background to my phone. And it has been for years and years. And that really held so true for me during all of this. You have to show up and do it whether you want yeah. to or not, and whether there's an excuse or not, not to override your body signals, which is also something I have to always learn a little bit about, but it's, you, you, it's, you got to put in the work. And if you do, it's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's the nice thing is it's like, as long as someone comes to us ready to put in the work, we're like, here are the tracks. You just follow the tracks. You don't have to think about it. Just do the things. Right. And I think that takes so much of the, the stress out of it. Because as long as someone shows up willing to work, we're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember you saying that to me. And I remember being like a little bit hesitant that, okay, I want to be that person, but am I that person? And you being like, no, this is going to be easy. You know, I got you. <laughs> and my being like, okay, that's that's a crazy approach. I'm down with it. But like, that was not what I was yeah. expecting. But it, in some ways it was because things fit exactly the way that they were supposed to. And I can't remember what week it was when I was saying to Sin, wow, like this was exactly what I needed at this point in this. And her being like, well, yeah, like (laughs) it's supposed to be We put it together. We put it together in a specific way. (laughs) It's almost as if we did it that way (laughs) intentionally. (laughs) And so that's the first thing, like you were right in that way. Like what I needed came about really, really organically. And it was nice to have someone else have known that read like before even I knew it. And so that that next lesson and that next step was there and ready for me. And I was able to go back a little bit if I needed to, if something didn't stick or didn't quite gel, having access to all of that was great. I've found even in the last couple of weeks that having access to back to things that I've been looking through in my notebook um, and double checking again, being like, oh, how do I remember that has been great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I always encourage people do the 12 weeks and then do the year because the 12 weeks is really building the habits and the year is really where it just, it becomes so unshakably who you are. Right. And you're going to find the same thing with the way that the content goes and the way that the lessons go. It's the same thing where you're like, Oh, six months in. How is that exactly what I needed right now? <laughs> right. Exactly. Not to be like, oh, my program's the best thing ever, but it's just so, it, and the reason why, honestly, is because everything I teach you is everything that I had to learn along the way. And it's literally like in the order of all the shit that I had to do to get myself ready for roller derby and to get myself right. ready for life. You know, it's just, it's literally like, I'm just going to put the breadcrumbs out in like the same, same order that I figured this shit out. And it's just going to like naturally unfold. So I'm really excited for you yeah. for this next year. It's going to be super I am awesome. Too. I'm super duper excited. It's been, as I said, amazing, amazing opportunity. I'm so glad that I found it when I did. I'm glad I was able to jump into it with both feet the way that I was. So, and I'm, I'm glad to be able to yeah. see, you know, new people doing it too. It's always fun now to have people sign. I'll be like, oh, you have no idea. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Right now you're like one of the big sisters. You're one of the thrive big sisters. That's like, all right, I'm here to support you. And I've been where you were. I can't wait for your shit to hit the fan. So we can all pick you back up and let you know that was the best part. Well, that's the best part of Derby. I mean, the people are what make it such an incredible, incredible community. So that's, that's even better. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, thank you for joining us today. And for anyone that's watching or listening, if you want to learn more about Crash Course, you can always message me on like Facebook or Instagram or wherever. 
And yeah, so keep an eye out. I'm sure we'll have Emily back on sharing more about her journey over the course of the next year. So we will catch you guys later. Thank Bye. You.